Hello, listeners. I'm Belma Vardy. Welcome to Heavenly Interventions, the podcast. Today I will share how a story unfolded when I committed my way to the Lord and trusted in Him. He had a plan, and it kept unfolding as I said yes to His leading. God had so many surprises along the way. I've entitled the story, Dance from the Heart. I have taught worship dance all over the world for many years. But even so, I am constantly wanting to grow and receive training myself. A number of years ago, I attended an international Christian dance fellowship conference in Philadelphia. It was organized by Valerie Henry. Valerie was the soloist and main choreographer for the Christian celebration during the Feast of Tabernacles from 1984 to 2000 in Jerusalem, Israel. I had met her at a Toronto church where she was holding a dance workshop and subsequently trained under her many times. The International Christian Dance Fellowship is a wonderful association that connects dancers from all over the world. It offers many different workshops in technical dance, dance with flags and banners, ballroom dancing, dance for healing, and children's dance, to name just a few. The conference in Philadelphia focused mainly on technical dance, but there was one workshop that jumped out at me, and it was for that reason only that I went. The workshop was called Dance from the Heart, with instructor Karen Christian from France. It intrigued me because my worship dance and worship dance classes are from the heart. At that time, my heart was not doing well. It was hurting from losses and some grief in my life. I stayed at the back of the conference hall to be alone with the Lord. Suddenly I heard, You! At the back! The instructor's command shook me from my quiet contemplation. Her finger was pointing directly at me. I want to meet with you at the end of the class. For the remainder of the class, I was deep in intimacy with the Lord. It affected me profoundly. By the end of the workshop, I was undone. Karen came to speak to me, and I could hardly move. I wanted to keep basking in the Lord's presence. The Lord told me you are to come to France, and I am to train you for free. You just need to get over there. I will impart everything I have into you, she said. What an honor! I felt like I had just been handed a scholarship. It was amazing, thrilling, and humbling, all at the same time. But very quickly, reality sobered me, and the great honor seemed to retreat out of reach. Karen, that's a wonderful opportunity, I said. There's nothing I would like more than to accept your invitation. But I can't. My husband just left me 
and I don't have any money. Karen was not swayed. I know what the Lord said, she lovingly insisted. We're going to pray. The next month, Karen called from France and asked if I had thought any more about coming. She offered me accommodations at a friend's house in nearby Avignon, saying I could house-sit for a month and have the entire house to myself. It sounded so delightful and appealing. Again, she reiterated that I only needed to pay for the flight. I had checked with the airlines and told Karen the flight would cost $864.63. Just then the doorbell rang. I asked her to wait a moment while I responded. It was the postman with a registered letter. I went back to the phone, ripped open the envelope, and pulled out my income tax refund. I could hardly believe what I saw. It was a Canadian check for $864.63. I was awestruck. Karen was excited and delighted and couldn't wait for me to come. What amazing provision by God, and what a confirmation that I should go. As we rejoiced, Karen encouraged me to book my flight right away. I called the airlines, was told there was one seat left, and I booked it. Six weeks later, I landed in France. Karen took me under her wing and mentored me for a month. She taught me so much more than worship dance. She was very sensitive to the Holy Spirit and walked a highway of holiness. It was beautiful to see her faith and wisdom. Karen was best friends with a Christian couple who owned a dance studio in Avignon. One of their passions was prayer but they were also considered the best teachers in all of France. They also taught me at their studio. Now, the husband taught me what's called the mock method. I had never been exposed to this before. If during the class I was doing a movement incorrectly, he would stand in front of me and imitated my wrong actions using his body and sound effects. It was unnerving and unpleasant. I soon realized that in this particular technique class, I had to perform with perfection or I would be mocked. He was a hard task master. At the end of each class, we had to walk by him with a ballet-type walk. I was so pleased when one day I would walk past him and he said, Très bon. Very good. The training I received with these three teachers was the best of the best. I couldn't stop marveling at God's goodness. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him, and He will act. Psalm 37, verse 5. What a story! God certainly acted, intervened, and took over in this situation 
in so many ways. In my opinion, we see God as being too small. We tend to think things are impossible rather than possible. We look at things the way they are and make decisions on that basis. I've done that many times. My head kept saying, I don't have the money. This isn't going to work. I can't go to France. I can't see it happening at all. But God, he had a plan. The Bible says his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And his plan always works out for the better. And God provides and guides every step we take. My dear listener, I invite you to a short time of reflection. If you're able, find a quiet place where you can open yourself to the work of the Holy Spirit. Listen to questions based on the story you've just heard. Let the Spirit guide your thoughts with prompts that can bring healing and show you actions you can take to further your journey to wholeness and abundant life. It is so important that we follow our heart because our heart or spirit tunes into God. Commitment to the Lord starts there. Our soul or natural mind would say, Here I am flying all the way to Philadelphia to go to a dance conference where none of the technical workshops but one interested me. Dance from the heart. It didn't make sense to travel all the way there for only one workshop. Spend all that money to go to one workshop? Sounds crazy, doesn't it? Sounds like a waste of money. And you know what? That's what I thought. But the pull on my heart was so strong, I had to follow its leading. Is there something in your life that your heart feels drawn to? It doesn't make sense. You don't have answers and don't know where it might lead. I encourage you, follow your heart. It could be the leading of the Holy Spirit. Decide to go forward in whatever is burning in your heart. Sleep on it and see how that decision feels the next day. Do you have peace about it? The Bible says to let peace decide. Let the peace, soul, harmony, which comes from Christ, rule or act as umpire continually in your hearts, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds. That's from Colossians 3, verse 15, from the Amplified. Ask God to confirm it to you. Keep your ears and eyes open to hear and see what God is saying. In this story, we see God giving me opportunity to grow as a dancer, even though I did not have the resources to invest myself. Let's take some time to reflect. Are there areas in your life that need mentorship, 
for you to grow in God's calling or design for your life? If so, take it to prayer and ask the Lord how to proceed. The dance conference I attended in Philadelphia had many classes of technical training. At that time in my life, I needed heart training, heart healing, even heart massaging. I needed comfort and strength to go on with life. Precious listener, are you at a stage where you have received your practical training? Do you need any heart preparation still? Ask the Lord how to proceed. Make a plan. Write it down. Follow it through. I usually don't jump into things. I take a long time to pray and think about what to do. But God is so patient and loving and kind and is always waiting for me right there. He understands where we are in our walk in life. I always find when God is calling me to do something, He's already gone ahead of me. And by the time I finally make a decision, I have to run to keep up. Do you find that too? Whenever I step out, I envision Him right there, holding my hand. I'm never alone. And neither are you. He is always with you. He wants to be a part of your life, your decision-making, and your walk to the next level. We can never stop growing. I find it's wonderful to be mentored by others who have gone ahead of us, paved the way, and gained experience I don't have. We can draw so much wisdom from our mentors. My mentors have become my spiritual mothers and fathers. I love gleaming from them. Does God have a mentor for you? I encourage you, sit at their feet, draw from them, learn from them. That's what the young people do in the First Nations cultures. It's a beautiful thing. Ask God to lead you to that spiritual mother or the spiritual father or maybe both who can walk beside you through situations so you don't have to walk alone. And then, as we are mentored, we can in turn mentor others. I love pouring into the young people, walking beside them, encouraging them. Is there anybody or any group that you are called to mentor? Ask the Lord how to proceed. In my story, one of my teachers employed the mock method to show me what needed correcting. In that class, I had to perform with perfection or I would be mocked, but the training I received was the best of the best. When I think back on that rigorous training, how did I handle it emotionally without my self-esteem collapsing? I can only say, the Lord helped me. The teacher mocked everyone in the class, so I was not the exception. 
I saw great improvement in all of us as we learned different dance moves, and I loved the end result. We had to endure the pain to the end result, and I kept enduring. Ask yourself, would you be able to receive mock training? Why or why not? Ask God to help you endure through tough times. Well, let's pray and give your situation to the Lord. I'm going to use the phrase, this situation, and leave a pause for you to speak your need into the prayer as we talk to God together. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, right now we lift up this situation. We acknowledge your presence with us. We agree together that you are more than willing and able to intervene. God, if we've made you too small in our eyes, please forgive us. We acknowledge that you are the Lord of all and you have the mighty power to overcome anything. We give you our heart and all that is in it, our grief, sorrow, insecurities, hurts, and losses. We lay them at your feet. We pray that our spiritual eyes and spiritual ears be open now to hear your voice and know your will for our lives. We know you want to bless us and give us good things because you're a good, good father. We ask you for faith to walk alongside you in this situation and for courage to walk it out. Show us, Lord, how to proceed. What would you have me do for my heart training? Lord, we lay this idea of mentorship before you. Thank you for bringing mentors that you have appointed into our lives. Thank you that I will be open to receive from the spiritual mothers and spiritual fathers you have handpicked for me. Thank you, Lord, for helping us to mentor others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. To hear more faith stories, please look for my book entitled Because God Was There. You can order it through Amazon or from my webpage, www.celebrationofdance.com. I've loved this time together. It's always a privilege to be with you. I look forward to our next time. Until we meet again, God bless you in all you put your hand to for Him.